there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a meet Friday. Come on in, stay a while. Everybody's here, including Fritzy, play of the day, poll question, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of The Dan Patrick Show. This weekend, NFL games on Saturday and Sunday, so you have my permission for a slider Saturday and slider Sunday thanks to Kings Hawaiian. KingsHawaiian.com for recipe inspiration. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Seton will do the honors with the poll question. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you for downloading the app and our radio affiliates around the country. Yesterday I said, yeah, this could be like a 20-14 to 14 game. Maybe the Chargers driving and a chance to win the game and then a turnover and the Raiders end up winning it. Well... It turned out to be far more than we thought it was going to be. It wasn't low scoring. Most of the money was on the under last night, and that went uh, went by quickly in the first half. 63-21. This doesn't happen in the NFL. Not with, you know, rivals, same division going against each other. It doesn't happen. Shouldn't happen. It's a college score. It's Alabama against Arkansas Pine Bluff, where you go, what did they win by? 63-21? You shouldn't have a college score in the NFL. Certainly with a coach on the hot seat, and you're taking on a team that got shut out the previous week. They go from 0 to 63. Now we talk about, man, that car, it'll go from 0 to 60. The Raiders went from 0 to 63, courtesy of the Chargers. 
Chargers did it all. They gave it away just about every way you could. You know, pick six, fumbles in there as well. And the Raiders, Raiders took advantage of that. And they were not going to let off the gas. And, in fact, Antonio Pierce said that. He said at halftime. He told his team, we're not letting off the gas here. And uh, he offered no apologies after the win. At the end of the day, it was all sportsmanship. And, you know, but that day, listen, when you just score zero, I ain't going to stop them boys from scoring. I'm not, I'm not going to stop them. You know, we, we was on the other side of it last week, and it felt a certain way. And, hey, you know, no apologies here. Sorry. Okay. And no need to apologize. You're professionals. Score. Play defense. That's what you're supposed to do. Brandon Staley is still the Chargers head coach, and he was asked some tough questions after the game. Do you expect to be the coach here tomorrow? I don't know that. Do you, do you think you should be? Yes. Why? I know that what I've done here for three years, and I know what I put into this, and you know, I know that we're capable of going. Uh, I know the type of coach that I am. I believe in myself. Um, but again, this isn't about me. This is about a, a group that's hurting in there. We got to get some rest, and we got to get ready for Buffalo. Well, it's about you right now, Coach. It is because the players will probably be there next year. Not everybody has to get ready for Buffalo. The Raiders <laughs> beating the Chargers six to sixty-three to twenty-one. That's the highest scoring Thursday night football game since they started playing in two thousand six, and uh, also the most points scored by a team sixty-three on Thursday night. The previous mark, the Falcons scored fifty-six against the Buccaneers in twenty fourteen. And I know it can be an excuse Justin Herbert didn't play. He's not going to make that much of a difference in a game like this. The Raiders, they felt like they really wanted this. And they really want it for their coach. Man, I watched that performance in the second half, and if you could have said to the the, uh, Chargers, hey, you guys, we're going to have a running clock, and you can get out here early, go home. That's what they do in grade school, junior high, running clock. But if you would have said that to them, hey, they're accidentally going to let the clock run so this game ends. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It's hard to say and accuse somebody of quitting. Being less than enthusiastic, they're guilty of that. Because when you say quit, I mean, that's, pro- that's the worst thing you can say about a professional athlete. Oh, you just quit. And it felt like the Chargers were certainly teetering on the brink of quitting last night. Or just not wanting to play. And almost to say, eh, this is bad. It's going to be bad. They still have you know a month of the season left to go. Now, you have every right, if you're the Chargers, to fire Brandon Staley. In fact, I, I don't think there would be anybody who was sympathetic to Brandon Staley's plight. It's almost expected. But this is an organization that is um, cheap, thrifty. They're not going to want to spend the money on a coach who's not going to be coaching. Now, I don't know if it's, hey, you got to get a head start. We've talked about this for over a month, that the Chargers job was probably going to be open. It was just they weren't living up to expectations. And they do have, they have names. But then you watch the game and you're like, oh, well, he's out. And then he's out and he's got banged up a little bit. Just felt like, and they're over the salary cap for next year. Is it an attractive job? You have Justin Herbert, paid like a franchise quarterback. 
But some of these other players aren't playing like franchise players. And I wonder about that. And, and I'm going to go back to a month ago when Dan Orlovsky, I think he was on with Pat McAfee, and they were talking about, hey, the Chargers, you know, maybe where's Bill Belichick going to go? And then McAfee said, you know, do you know where he's going? He goes, I have an idea where he's already made up his mind. I'm paraphrasing, but it was he's made up his mind. And then they said Chargers, and then Orlovsky was like, oh, uh, uh, I don't want to say anything. And then everybody started to speculate. Would Bill Goden take over the Chargers? I don't know. I mean, it, it great place to live. Got your franchise quarterback. Great uniforms, by the way. Nobody looks better losing than the Chargers do. <laughs> like, when you think about it, like, damn, they still they look good. <laughs> do they give out an award for that? Best-looking team in a loss, and the winner, once again, is the Chargers. Yay! <laughs> See, what's poll question today? Well, we can start with, uh, off of last night, uh, NFL franchise that is in the worst shape right now going forward. Mm, mm, going forward. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Carolina Panthers. Mm, perhaps. They seem to be in pretty bad shape. Yes, they do. Uh, well, your L.A. Chargers, yeah. OBS. Would you rather be a Charger fan or an Angels fan? Who's got a brighter future there? You just made me feel way better about the Chargers. I mean, they got Justin Herbert. Mike Trout's like 33. Oh. I, man, I, that's tough to, tough to say. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, anybody else in there, Seton? Uh, let's see. We could throw the Patriots on there. Ooh. Things seem yeah. to be in flux. Because I wonder if that is a desirable job. Great ownership. They're good defense. But, yeah. Very good defense. They do. And, and still playing well whilst ravaged by injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Carolina, because of the owner for me, makes it. They're not a good team. You got an owner too involved. Our coaches want to go. Are they going to want to go to a place where that owner has fired people, has no problem firing you in during season? Firing. That would bother me. You got to be sold on Bryce Young being a franchise quarterback, and I'm not sold on that. Um, so I would say that that's a franchise that's in really rough shape right now. Perception and reality. Chargers, it feels like they're going to be competitive. They're always competitive, but their own worst enemy. Arizona, that's kind of, you know, if you're all in on Kyler Murray and you get a high draft pick and you're able to make something of this, great. Just feels like they got a long way to go. Yes, Marv. They were in that bad and boring category. Yeah. Yeah, you want to be relevant. Like, there's something that people will tune in to see. And Arizona doesn't have that tune-in factor. Even with Kyler Murray, I mean, I guess a little bit there, but it doesn't feel like they're... I'll tune in to watch the Bears because of Justin Fields. When when he was running, I thought it was it was interesting football, interesting philosophy. And then he started passing, and I'm like, I'm not tuning in for this. Um, the Raiders situation, you know, do you have your quarterback and Aiden O'Connell? If you don't, uh, Devontae Adams, he going to stay there? Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs didn't play. I mean, it it, it feels a whole lot better this week. <laughs> Is Antonio Pierce going to be your head coach moving forward? 
So there's there's a few of those teams that are there, and you go, man, it's tough being a fan. Yeah, Marvin. If you're Mark Davis, do you take the players' opinions into consideration when talking about their new head coach? Because they loved Rich Basaccia, and they were like, oh, the players love him. Let's get rid of him. Okay, this is what I did. I, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if it was a report. But there was a list of candidates for the Raiders' job. Guess who was on that list? Paulie? Uh, mm. Is it as crazy as you're teasing? Yes. Well, it can't be their former coach, can it? John Gruden. I, I was going to say it. I was like, well, that's so stupid I couldn't even say it. I saw a report where long shots, though, that John Gruden. Now, I don't know if it's a report. Mike Florio will join us a little later on. I'll ask Florio about this. But, I mean, well, I guess I can never say never with the Raiders, but just the fact that I saw that and John Gruden's name, and they still haven't heard his case with you know, going after the commissioner in the NFL. I'm guessing the Raiders are still paying him, <laughs> I guess. So do you just say, John, we've been paying you, so why don't we just pay you to coach? I mean, come on back in. Yes, Todd. Does the commissioner have any power to block a team from hiring a particular owner, especially if a certain coach? Well, he's got to worry about winning his lawsuit against John Gruden. Hey, it's not I'm going to prevent him from going back to the Raiders. It's if John has a legitimate uh, you know, case here, that's what the commissioner needs to be worried about. Uh, any other poll questions that we might consider first hour there, Seton O'Connor? Do, do we throw the Bears on that list maybe too? They're, they're sort of in flux. They've been in a little bit of a losing holding pattern for a while. I I like where they are. They have a future. The present isn't very good, but it feels like they may have. They may have a future. You're, bu- you're buying into the Matt Everflus era. Well, that's another thing is I don't know if he keeps his job. <laughs> so what weird. is the future you're talking about then? They got draft picks. Yeah. And and they got a good receiver, <laughs> got the number one draft pick. They might not have a head coach. They don't like their quarterback. They have. And they're still the that's Bears. That's the present part of this. I'm looking at the future, future of this. I don't know if Carolina likes their quarterback either. I don't know if Arizona likes their quarterback either. Well, the Patriots sure don't. The Patriots and their head coach like might be on their way out. So. <laughs> the Patriots, that one's tough. Because you're going now, you have to follow. You want to follow the guy who follows the legend. You don't want to follow Bill Belichick, although he's giving you a pretty good cushion here of yeah. some bad football. It's like, hey, uh, you know, you won more games than Belichick did last year. Yes, Todd. If Sean McDermott was let go, is there any way Bill Belichick would uh, just stay in the division and become the Bills' head coach? Can you envision that at all? And then he'd be Buffalo Bill. Ah, uh, I didn't even think of that. Come on, Todd. Come on. All right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Were you about a size 14? Wait, uh-huh. that, that's, that's not... Some Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Was there you... any Buffalo Bill, that guy, that crazy guy? <laughs> too quick of a reference. Yeah. It's too close to the front of your lobe. I thought I thought you were doing your Bill Belichick impersonation. No, I was doing the Buffalo oh. Bill guy. <laughs> you about a size 14? Places the lotion in the box. Oh, all right, no, we got it. No, we're not doing that. Not doing that today. There was another guy named Buffalo Bill that predated Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that was had been more famous previously. Was he Buffalo Bill Cody? Yeah, I think that's the guy. Yeah, that's Thank the you. guy. Thank you, Todd. His parents called him William. Billy. <laughs> William Cody. William no, Cody. I want to. No, no it's Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill. It's alliteration, not Buffalo Willie. 
I want to be Buffalo Billy. According to the Encyclopedia Britannica, you are right. Buffalo Bill Cody. We're not doing this today. Are we doing what? No, no, That's no, what we used no. to use, Encyclopedia Britannica and the World I know. Book Encyclopedia. We're not going. This is Friday Fritzy. We're not, I have one guest, though, so I why know. am I in a good mood? Well, why don't you shut up and just... <laughs> oh, hear that? <laughs> <laughs> this is right now, you're Steve Kerr. And Todd oh, is Draymond no, Green. And no, you've enabled this all no. these years, and now all of a sudden you want to pull it back? Exactly. Thank you. you. You've, you'd stop. <laughs> you've enabled this all this time, and now you're like, oh, come on, Todd. You got to No, dude, this is your. As much as it is Todd's fault, this is as much as your fault. Wow. Steve. Okay. Like I, just, I, just want, I just want Todd to get the help that he needs, okay? We're going to support him in that. Okay. Macro needs to back off a little bit here, okay? I got to go fix the menorah because it's like three nights behind Todd, schedule over there. Todd, Can I go do that? No, seriously, it's, on, it's only lit five of the, it's the eighth Shh, night was lit. Todd, shut up. I'm going to go do that. Todd. Okay, I take blame. <laughs> I do. I guess I'm Steve Kerr and Fritzy is my dream on green. He's your dream on green. He's not nearly as, you know, uh, physically violent, but... And not as valuable as Draymond Green is. Fair. What? But for some reason, you keep him around. <laughs> I know. God, no. <laughs> I never thought that I was an enabler for you, Todd. Menorah's updated. Thank you, Todd. I, uh, <laughs> dang. My weekend just got a little, a little stranger, I think. Now I'm going to be thinking about that. Am I enabling anybody else in here? Done? Am I still invited to your party? I guess I should probably ask at this point. Mm. That's a green light to not invite him. If, by the way. You, if you have to ask, just saying. If I were you, show up. The wife and kids are excited about it, but it doesn't mean I have to. Uh, if I'm not included, they would probably still go. And don't have your daughter come in and play the games of, hey, you pick on my dad all the time. Daughter we're not doing get a pie that. to the face. Yeah, and... Exactly. We're not doing that. Tell your daughter. We're not doing that. Jordan wants to know if he could do the pinata game, even though he's no, graduated college. No, in May. he cannot. Can't, no, he can't. How about your kids can come, but you can't? <laughs> Seems okay. reasonable. Let's take a break. Uh, Steve Kerr did talk about Draymond Green and Draymond needing help. I think he's needed help before this, but it feels like they're playing the sympathy card here. Hey, everybody, come on. He needs some help here. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. We're just getting started. Although it feels like we should be wrapping up. Back after this on The Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of The Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Certainly Vikings, Bengals, Steelers and the Colts, and uh, the Broncos trying to hold on. So you got the Broncos getting four and a half against the Lions. Steelers are uh, getting one and a half against the Colts. And the Vikings are getting three and a half against the Bengals. And you also have some bowl games coming up. New Mexico State, Fresno State, Boise State, and UCLA. Cal against... Texas Tech. So plan your Saturday accordingly. We will uh, get to phone calls coming up. Shohei Otani was introduced yesterday to uh, the Dodgers, Dodger faithful. And uh, perhaps we'll uh, talk to Dave Roberts, the Dodger manager, later on in the program if he can uh, find the time. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Uh, let's see. Buddha in San Francisco leads us off. Good morning, Buddha. What's on your mind? Nobody. What's up, Fritzy? What's going on, man? Thank you, Todd. Uh, Dan, of course the Chargers lose 63-21, Dan, of course. I mean, 
I've got nothing against the Chargers, Dan, but I feel like we've been talking about them like every week. Like they're like Fritzy, Dan. They're talented and fragile. Um, but Dan, about the Draymond thing, I feel like both you and the Chuckster like hit it on the head. I mean, he's old, he's frustrated, and he's acting out because he's just not as good as he once was. I mean, the and the Warriors are culpable too, like you said, Dan. I mean, giving him a hundred million after knocking out Jordan Poole, and I don't. I don't want to sound insensitive, but Dan, listening to the narrative that we got to give Draymond help and because he's going through some dark times, like that's some BS, DP. Like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. I mean, I'm listening to all this and I'm like pulling a Jim Bayham in my head. I'm like, man. <laughs> Thank you, Buddha. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to figure out from the Warriors' standpoint, their perspective on this. Does Draymond need help now? Like prior to the punch, did he need help? And he did. But, you know, the role the Warriors have played, I, I can say, all right, Draymond needs help. And Draymond has to take some blame. He doesn't take too much blame. He rarely apologizes. But the Golden State Warriors and Steve Kerr, you've seen all of this happen. And the fact that you he, he knocks out a teammate, you don't suspend him, and you give him a four-year, $100 million contract. How do you think he's going to act? And you're stuck. Charles Barkley said when he went to Houston late in his career, he realized that he couldn't play anymore. And he was a jerk, even to teammates. Othella Harrington, he said he punched him. For no other reason than Othella Harrington was playing hard. And Charles couldn't. Here's Draymond. Uh, is he going to last four years? I, I would be surprised, but at that you know amount of money, he'll he'll hold on. But the Golden State Warriors have put themselves in this position with Draymond Green. He's needed help, but then what do you do when he needs help? What did you do? You didn't suspend him, and you gave him a new contract. You've enabled him. Has anything changed with Draymond Green? No. Now it's he needs help. Okay, I can be sympathetic to that, but I just don't understand why you extended him, and this is a guy that reflects poorly on you, the organization. Yes, Eden. It's not unlike uh, Johnny Manziel, where there were all of these red flags forever, and people would be like, I don't know, somebody might want to get this help, but then there was this whole huge group of people that were like, show me what. Where, where is it affecting him on the field? Has he lost? I don't know. Heisman Trophy seems to think he's doing pretty well. And there are all of these people, and then all of a sudden, a few years down the road, he gets to the NFL, and he's terrible, and he's going in and out of rehab and stuff, and it's like, man, it's too bad he couldn't get it together. If only we had seen this coming. Yeah, everybody saw it coming. Yeah. Everybody could see it. Yeah. It's when you, know, you uh, aren't useful anymore. Then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, he needs help. Uh, you know. yeah, there's a problem here. There, there's, there was a problem with Manziel in, in college, probably in high school, but everybody overlooked that. Why? Because he was playing well. And then you get to the NFL, and he wasn't playing well, but still had these problems. That's when he needed to get help. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, you said what, what's changed. His performance changed. Like, the team performance changed. So now they're like, oh, he needed help. When he punched Jordan Poole, they're just coming off of a championship. So it's like, oh, I know he punched Jordan Poole, but, man, he was a big part of us winning a championship last year. So we can and we could do it again this year. And he was a bigger part than Jordan Poole was. And Jordan Poole's the one that got shipped out. I know. He needed help probably back then. 
He may have needed help prior to this, a while ago. But you, you allowed him to be Draymond Green because he produced in May and June. That's what it comes down to. I mean, you really care about him? If you really care about him, take him off the floor and, and, and find out what exactly is it that makes him tick. Have you done that before? Do you sit down and talk to him? Draymond, how do you get to the point where you're actually choking a man for a few seconds and you don't need to? That you stomp somebody's chest while they're on the ground. That you kick somebody in the groin. That you turn and swung and nearly knock somebody out. Those aren't basketball moves. I mean, Steve Kerr has to look at this and go, this is alarming. This, and it's not just one of those one-offs where Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in a practice when it, they were both with the Chicago Bulls. That happened. But with Draymond, I'm not surprised when it happens. Really, it's almost as if when he goes a, a long period of time and nothing happens, I'm like, man, all right, what's up with Draymond? Yeah, Paul. You do have to go back to the timing of it. Like Marvin said, it's after the 2022 season. And they just won another title, and he did have a nice playoff run. And you, you're in a position where timing and contracts, like, were they going to just let him go for nothing? And they decided that they, he, he kind of had leverage right there at that specific time, that specific summer. He had leverage to get four more years. If they would have let him go at that point, I think they would have been crushed by the media and crushed by, like, you just won a title. You, you're going to let one of your core guys go even though he had those issues then. Yeah, but Draymond Green then complained about the chemistry of the team. This after he punched Jordan Poole. <laughs> what kind of chemistry do you think you're going to have, Draymond? You ruined the chemistry. Now you complained about the chemistry. Here's Steve Kerr on wanting to help Draymond. It's not just about, you know, an outburst on the court. Um, this is about his life. This is about um, someone who I believe in, someone who I have known for a decade, who I love for his loyalty, uh, his uh, commitment, his passion. We're trying to help that guy um, because the one who uh, choked Rudy, the one who took a, a wild flail at, at uh, Yusuf, uh, the one who punched Jordan last year, that's, that's the guy who has to change. That is hilarious. He's needed help before. They after he punched Jordan, they shipped Jordan off. They didn't suspend him, and they gave him a hundred million dollars. You know. All right. Uh, Here's uh, Steph Curry talking about Draymond. I'm super confident in his ability to do that. And the conversations yesterday were about acknowledging what's. You know, he can't do what he's been doing. He knows that. We know that. Everybody knows that. Um, what that means to change, I think that's the search for the answer, right? Like, that's the, the journey that we're on now. Uh, I think the tone has obviously changed from, you know, any other suspension or... Everybody has their, their mountains to climb. And, you know, Draymond's are, are his. And, you know... I'm confident that he can get over the hump, however long it, it needs you know take to get there. Anybody say this before about Draymond? Privately, has this come up? Has it been a conversation? I, I mean, I'm amazed.
because we looked at the Golden State Warriors as one of the more well-run organizations, right? Top to bottom. Spend money. They win. New arena. Fun players. All of that. And now you look at it and you go, where, where is that help that he needs? And why is it coming now? Because he punched somebody? I'm guessing he needed help before he, he threw that punch. Uh, Jesse in South Dakota. Hi, Jess. What's on your mind today? Hey, guys. First time, long time. 5 to in. Uh, getting harder. 195. Harder. Okay, I need to put some things in perspective for you guys. You guys are giving the Warriors organization a hard time for enabling uh, Draymond punching pool. But imagine if Paulie were to haul off and punch Fritzy. Would you not consider giving him a little bit of a boost and maybe shipping Fritzy off to McLovin land? <laughs> That's fair. I hadn't um, thought of it like that. You know what, Jess? Thank you. Thank you. I, I see what you're saying there, that I would put the blame on Fritzy, not on Paulie for hitting Fritzy, and then I'd uh, send, uh, send Fritzy to some morning show. Could you imagine in the, pro- in the press conference <laughs> after that being like, well, you can't put all the blame on Todd. Yeah. <laughs> After you got rid of him, when Paul was complaining yeah. about bad morale here, yeah, and you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, well, it's not all on Todd. Yeah, I dropped Todd and asked for a new deal. Yes, got a new contract there. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Uh, Mike in Utah, thank you for adding a little levity there. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, gentlemen, good morning. How are y'all doing on a meet Friday? Absolutely, nobody. No, but that's right. Hey, guys, I, I, my call today is just to say um, I'm on a long drive to the middle of Nevada, and you guys are always there, especially on a day like today. Uh, you're all great in your own way. I have a little bit of each of you inside of me, but admitting this on air might be frowned upon, but I'm actually most like Fritzy, uh, except for the extreme creepiness. I'm just a little bit creepy, but... Uh, I've been listening to you guys for forever, 20 years. You're great. You get me through a lot of mornings uh, as I'm working. I'm out as a salesman driving around, and those three hours are my uh, favorite of the day. So I just want to thank you guys. Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Kind of like Fritzy, just not as creepy as Fritzy. Anyway. I bet, his, I bet his company's glad he didn't mention the name of yeah, the company. didn't mention his last name there. <laughs> sort of a compliment, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, let me see. How about Andrew in Washington is back. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. I do have a stat of the day and and a question about Draymond Green. Draymond Green seems like the kid that gets suspended from school, but then meets all the friends at the bus stop after school to still play. And you're like, wow, this kid gets to go outside and play with his friends and come over to my house and got suspended. Well, because his parents thought the behavior was just from school and not in the house. So they're looking at it as separate behaviors, as if these instances, like, oh, just when he acted this way, he needs help. But he's an okay guy. Mm. My question for you before the start of the day is, how soon do you think Draymond gets a spot on TNT during his indefinite suspension? Does he go on TNT and sit with Chuck and Shaq and Ernie and, and Kenny and explain himself and have that platform? And do they use that? as a form to get ratings. I don't think they should. I I would not allow him to do that. And I would not have Draymond on so he can explain himself. Your job is to do NBA games. Now, granted, TNT does, does it differently, but 
Do I think Draymond will end up replacing Charles Barkley? I do. I don't know if this hampers that, gets in the way. Nick Wright yesterday said at this time that he thought, hey, it's not a foregone conclusion, but I don't think TNT would shy away from somebody who is controversial, has some baggage there. But he was a good analyst when he was on. I mean, as long as he's not punching anybody on the TNT, like if he hits Ernie Johnson, then all of a sudden I'm coming down there. Uh, I, I got Ernie's back. Uh, and then your stat of the day is what? My stat of the day, um, Nikola Jokic had his 10th triple-double of the season last night in a win over the Nets with 26 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists. That makes the Joker the first player in NBA history with at least 10 triple-doubles in seven straight seasons. Have a great Christmas party, guys. All right, Andrew. Thank you. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat, stat of the, the day. day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Play of the day is coming up next. And guess who makes a cameo appearance in the Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast? Seton O'Connor does and has a great analogy for Shea and Irving. We'll have a little bit of that for you coming up next. Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All righty. Uh, yesterday, we taped the Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast, and that's with Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan, the graphics guy. And all of a sudden, we were going back and forth, getting around to eventually talking about the games that the guys would gamble. And Seton O'Connor slides in. And it was a great guest appearance. This is what it sounded like. Seton is stepping in for an intervention with you. I just want to make sure Shay is all right. I'm not in a good place. Now, I know you're not drinking. You're on the wagon. But, all on the wagon. But you smell like alcohol. Well, it's because of the company I keep, Kenny. <laughs> uh, you came in solo. I did, once yes. again. <laughs> no. Okay, it might have been coming out of your pores no, Danny, I'm on the wagon, been on the wagon a uh, long time. I think you're just like the human version of like a car with cloth seats that someone smoked cigarettes in for like 20 years, and oh, yeah. then no matter what, that smell's not getting out. You can stop smoking I do. in it. I smell, I smell like depression and divorced dads. That's what I smell. And mothballs. Yeah. <laughs> I smell like rehab. That's it, day one. <laughs> Seton at one point said that uh, Shay looked like Jim Morrison at the end of his life. When he, he's got kind of like uh, when I saw Shay yesterday, he reminded me of the pictures you see of Jim Morrison living in Paris. Yeah. Uh, Before he ends it in a bathtub. It, it doesn't go well once Jim no, moves does, there. No. Once he grows the beard out and he's sort of hiding his bloated face yeah. because of, uh, you know, yeah. various substances. And I just I just when I saw Jim Morrison walk in, <laughs> I got concerned about about the young man and yeah. just wanted to say something. You know, it's it's not many guys are on the wagon, but they bring in a six-pack of White Claw. So uh, maybe he was distributing that for everybody else, maybe being a team player. He did yeah. smell like alcohol. Yes, yeah, smelled like alcohol. Uh, June in Virginia Beach. Hi, June. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and the Danettes. I called last year, and you... Uh, saying happy birthday to my son. Marty will be 42 years old on Sunday, and he's been fighting and winning the battle against ALS for six years. And you guys have given him many happy, happy hours of listening. Uh, this past year, Marty had COVID, and he has bounced back and was even able to attend with lots of help his beloved James Madison Dukes football game. So I was wondering, with your permission, I would like to make it a yearly tradition for you to sing to Marty for his birthday, and I hope that you'll be singing for many, many years to come. And Marty is 42, correct, June? Yes, yes. Well, you're a great mom, and we'd be more than happy to hear from you at least once a year at this time. Ready, guys? Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, Marty! Thank you, you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Uh, Gary in Indiana, not to be confused with Gary, Indiana. I just wanted to say uh, good morning, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Um. DP, to kind of build off what Seton said earlier in regards to uh, Todd, and that is if you kind of compare it to a uh, uh, like having a puppy and you allow that puppy to, to pee on the floor and 
over the years, the puppy continues, grows into an adult dog, and is all of a sudden 10 years old, and you finally had enough, and, and you try to discipline that dog. Well, that dog's probably going to growl at you, might even bite at you, and but you've allowed it for all those years. So it's like, just let Pit, Fr- Pit Fritzy go, and uh, maybe uh, just... Keep him to a corner, but let him loose every once in a while. Let it, let the big dog eat and let him have some fun on Fridays. And uh, I know I sure enjoy it. So, okay. Uh, well, thank you, Gary. Todd, we found somebody who's a fan. That was lovely. That was took well a while. Said. Took a while. But, but he made some valid points. Yeah, of course. Even though he's comparing me to a, a dog peeing I'm just on the asking floor. you not to pee on the floor here. I'm not going to pee cave. on the floor. All right. They know that much to use the restroom when that happens. All right. Thank you, Todd. Uh, I'm trained. Thank you. Uh, is it Macer? In Iowa, hopefully I got that right with uh, Tyler's spelling. It's Mazer. What's up, y'all? Hey, Mazer. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Why do all the greats seem to go in the restroom? Elvis, Whitney Houston, and Morrison? What the heck? Uh, I don't know. I didn't uh, give it too much thought, but I will this weekend. But hey, real quick, what I really call about. I think Steve Kerr's a little bit of a coward with bullies because uh, – Remember, he got punched in the face by Jordan back in the day, so I don't think he really knows how to uh, handle things. So I think he's just kind of a yes man in the organization. So Well, he has got them to four titles. He won titles when he was with the Bulls. You know, his father was a diplomat who, I mean, who was assassinated. I mean, he's been through a lot. I think he's a really good person. I just think he might be, I think he was taken advantage of, it felt like, with Draymond. You know, you just you, you want to wish for the best, and Draymond took advantage of that. And Steve Kerr is not the one who gave him a contract. Now, I'm sure management said, hey, do you want him in the lineup for the next four years? So he did have to sign off on this. But it, it's the Golden State Warriors. Yes, I'll you know put the blame on Draymond. I mean, I hate spending this much time on it because it's going to happen again. He can't control himself. Like, who plays basketball and kicks people in the groin. Who plays basketball, stomps on somebody's chest? Who plays basketball and then turns and swings and hits somebody without any provocation? He does all of those things. We've had guys who do stupid things in sports. But he, he is a repeat offender. Is he changing? What is the help you... What, what is that help? I'd be curious. No? Yeah, Paul. It, from a football standpoint, remember the great linebacker, and I say great because he was at points from Arizona State and the Bengals, Vontae Perfect. It felt like Vontae Perfect was always looking to take someone out. Sub, past the game, it wasn't necessary. Like a hit that wasn't necessary. A 15-yard penalty wasn't necessary. Draymond Green's entered the unnecessary things. Like you said yesterday, Dennis Rodman baited people into punching him. That's the move. He's just hitting people with no upside. He's not enforcing. Like if Steph was getting messed with and you went in to be an enforcer, there's at least some level of a reason. There's no reason here. But it's like when they played the Celtics in the finals. And I kept going, stop doing stupid things, just play basketball. Because he was trying to get into Jason Tatum's head. And then he played basketball. Then they won the championship. They're not winning any more championships. Just not. Mike Florio, he'll join us on loan from Pro Football Talk on the future of Brandon Staley. And does he think Bill Belichick coaches elsewhere next season? Hour two on the way, Dan and the Danettes and Fritzy. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. 